0: Welcome to Jazz at Lincoln Center's Jazz Stories. I'm Wendell Pierce. For this edition, producer David Gorin explores the free jazz of saxophonist Sam Rivers. Jazz musicians refer to what they do as telling stories. Our Jazz Stories podcast add the musicians' own words to their music.
1: He said, you're the only musician I know that plays every change. A lot of guys got phrases they play over the changes, you know? And some, that some guys got phrases that fit all the changes, you know? And so, but I says, well, no, Diz, I can't play. I have to play. I'd get lost if I didn't do this. I'm playing bar by bar. That's
2: Sam Rivers,
1: the 87-year-old saxophonist
2: and composer who has sounded his horn across six decades of jazz playing with Miles Davis, Cecil Taylor, Dave Holland, as well as a four-year stint in Dizzy Gillespie's final quartet. As Sam just noted, Gillespie was impressed that he was so technically adept that he could play exactly what each chord change required. Throughout his career, Sam Rivers has drawn on this considerable technique while pushing past stylistic barriers. In the 1960s, Rivers recorded four peerless albums for Blue Note Records, one of which yielded a standard, Beatrice, playing here in the background, written for his wife and partner in Studio Rivby, a performance space in New York City, which was a progenitor of the do-it-yourself, avant-garde-leaning loft jazz scene of the early 1970s. In November 2000, Jazz at Lincoln Center brought Rivers and his 18-piece Rivby Orchestra up from Orlando, Florida, where Rivers settled in 1991, towards the end of his time with Gillespie. Rather than a place for Rivers to bask in retirement, Orlando proved to be bursting with professional musicians working at the theme parks. They jumped at the chance to join Rivers in open rehearsal each week at the Musicians' Union. I talked with tenor saxophonist Jeff Rupert about the dynamics of Sam Rivers' sound.
0: Sam Rivers' saxophone sound is a common sense continuation of the saxophone sound in jazz, without a doubt. I hear Paul Gonzalez in it. I mean, I used to love about Paul is how the p- he could manipulate the pitch to add tension. It wasn't just the notes, like playing a bluesy note, but where that pitch was lying, and Sam is a master at that. So I hear that, and I hear Eddie Lockjaw Davis. I mean, Sam and I have talked about Jaws, and Jaws has that slippery rhythm, so Sam has slippery rhythm, but it's not Jaws' rhythm; it's Sam's slippery rhythm. So he's taken the concept and made it his own concept. So that's how he's Sam Rivers. Every note that comes out of whatever he's playing is is determined. There's a determination behind it. There's no
2: uh, unsurety. You know, he's wow at the time of the Rivbee Orchestra's November 2000 performance at Jazz at Lincoln Center Anthony Cole was the orchestra's drummer and also part of a trio with Rivers capricious and free really you know his music and all it's it's if i can be bold enough
0: to use the word capricious we <laughs> get to know the person also his music is no different than than the person it's shocking mellow you know dissonant sometimes confusing you know uh, soothing, all those things, man. Whatever word would describe all of that, it would be Sam. His his music and his personality are no different. One thing I think about a lot is Sidney Bechet. He was talking about what is jazz, and he said, you know, it's got to come from the fields. It's got to come from New Orleans. But then Sidney said, but it's always got to grow. It's always got to change. And that is important in jazz. And I think that's very American because I don't think we're saying, okay, we have to live the way we lived in 1800 or 1920 or 1930, but yet we still covet our constitution. And to me, Sam and jazz musicians should be that way. And Sam is the perfect role model in that way. He's coveting the constitution of jazz. It swings. It's about self-expression. There's all those elements that have been in jazz since Louis Armstrong and Sidney Bechet, but yet he's moving on with it i mean there's even playing this concert it's like boy i sure would love to do bubbles or quagmire or some of the tunes that we did last year but i know we're not gonna do that man sam i mean he's writing new charts all the time there's basically everything we played last night with the exception of beatrice was new stuff and he's just well yeah that stuff was cool but check out this stuff
1: You have to make sure that you have uh, the right musicians, musicians that can improvise and read and be able to improvise in a setting which is structured, you know. Free improvisation is a little different because you don't really have to count. I mean, if we have like 16 bars of free improv and everybody has to come in on a 17th bar like that, that's a problem for guys, <laughs> some guys, you know, you know doing that, that kind of precision, you know. But this group is not a problem. I mean, to, I said, we're gonna play free here for 16 bars. Boom, it's not a problem, you know? But I mean, if it was a free band, and I said that, it would be a serious problem. I would have to bring it in, you know? <laughs> I would have to count, you know? What I'm doing up there is just for dramatic effects. It's, it's, I mean, it's not for the band. I mean, those guys, I, mean, I don't need, they don't need a you know, director, you know? They know what's going on. So I'm just doing this for the audience. I mean, all these kind of different uh, gyrations up there. It's not for the guys, you know? <laughs>
0: Sam never tells us what to do, it's always through the intuitive process, he's so giving to his musicians and you know man it's like he's looking at us like you feel the energy like he starts to sing it and I'm right like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and then he stops like no you can't have it, kind of like a father saying to your child here's some candy and then hiding it and then say, no I'm just kidding you can have
1: it, let's have it together it takes a little more time to copy than it does to write the composition for me. Because I have to write out each part and I make make sure that it's interesting in itself. You know, each part can stand up and be a solo part by itself too. That's another thing about the music that I, I worked on to do this too. Every guy can stand up with the, with the rhythm section and play his part and it will sound right. Sound like he's doing a solo part, you know. And this takes a little, you know, uh, juxtapositions and things like that too, you know, like this. And so I do everything like that to make it as interesting as possible for the musicians because the musicians are, they're all improvisers and they're all creative people. I couldn't have the groups I have they weren't, if they were just readers, you know I mean, not uh, not knowing a lot about music that they do. You know, I've had the
0: opportunity to play with some pretty powerful bands. I played in the Basie band for a minute and with Maynard Ferguson and that's a pretty loud band. But Sam has a kind of a different energy to it. It's. It's like this wall of intensity harmonically, but yet it's phrased in a totally new way. It doesn't have the punches like you would hear in a conventional big band. The rhythm is more subtle, which I think a lot of listeners wouldn't think this is subtle music, but it's incredibly subtle because, you know, if you go to the basic way of a big band should play from the days of Si Oliver, that kind of set the standard for how a big band phrases. Sam's band is not phrasing that way at all. We're phrasing the way Sam plays.
2: That was saxophonist Jeff Rupert talking about Sam Rivers, who at age 87 continues to play tenor saxophone, compose, and lead the studio Riv Orchestra. You can find out more about Sam Rivers at Rivby.com, and you can hear the Rivbee Orchestra and the Sam Rivers Trio in performance at our program archive, JALC.org slash radio.
0: You've been listening to Jazz Stories, the podcast of Jazz at Lincoln Center Radio. Find interviews, videos, and concerts online at JALC.org. Support for Jazz at Lincoln Center podcast comes from our listeners. I'm Wendell Pierce. Thanks for listening.